Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's everybody doing? Are we still hanging in there? Because if you're listening to this on um, the day of release, which probably not because it'll be late in the evening, Mercury is ending its retrograde tonight. So if you're listening to this any day after Sunday, we're out of the woods, we've survived Mercury retrograde, and that only leaves us with five planets in retrograde. So still not super awesome, but we are getting there. And wow, have we felt the effects of fucking retrograde this time. I'm telling y'all, it's been fucking weird. Like, so fucking weird. I really don't even know. Like, I just, I've just been going with the flow. It's like, okay, so this is what we're doing now. Cool. I'm just along for the ride anymore. And that's pretty much how I survived retrograde because, fuck, man, it's like everything comes at you at once and shit just goes downhill faster than fuck and you just you just go along for the ride with your life anymore. It's like you're not even an active player. You're just like, okay, this is what we're doing and you go along with it and yeah, so kind of excited that retrograde is uh, over Mercury anyway. I mean, the others are still going strong, but Mercury seems to be the one that has the biggest hold over me. I don't know why. Like, I think it's just in my head, honestly, that I let it have that hold. So, you know, we all have those things that we just kind of let get to us, and that is one of them. But this is everybody doing good. I hope everybody's doing okay. I know um, things have been a little weird around here. Um, the weather's been fucking so weird here in uh, the Midwest. Like, it was super fucking hot, like, literally, like, 90s, and then the next day, it dropped, like, 55, or, I think it was, like, 60, but still, cold as fuck on the first day of fall, and after that, it's been, like, up and down, up and down, like, we'll have days where it's super fucking cold in the morning, and then the afternoon, it's, like, summer all over again, and then at night, it's winter again, and you're just like, what the fuck, so... You really can't even dress, like, you have to dress in layers right now because there's just no other way to survive. You're either going to freeze to death or sweat to death. There's no in-between, so. Yeah. It's been weird. (laughs) Very, very weird, so. Lots been going on with work, obviously. Yesterday, I'm fucking exhausted today. Yesterday, I worked from 5.45 a.m. till about 10.30 last night, and I'm just beat super beat, but a lot of my um, team needed days off, so I gave them weekend off, and I don't know, I really enjoy being able to give them the time off that they request, but fuck, man, sometimes it's just killer to work them long shifts, but thankfully my um, assistant manager is a fucking rock star, and she's working a double today, so I could have a day off, and it's pretty damn nice to have people that you can count on, so that makes it a lot easier to deal with. I have still been making my bracelets. If you guys remember last week, I told you I was actually beating a bracelet while I was um, recording the podcast. And I'm doing it again. Not that I'm trying to, like, be, you know, fucking lazy and just do two things at once and I'll do it later. It's just very calming to me to kind of play with them while I talk. And just a nice de-stressor, really, honestly, because there's just been so much shit going on. So, um, I don't know if you guys remember last month me telling you guys that I had my doctor's appointment and uh, got in the wrong car, got followed, and all, all this shit that happened. So this month when I went, I made Travis go with me to my doctor's appointment so that when we went to, because we always, like, we only get out of town. Okay, so let me let me back up. If you're not familiar with Attica, it is super fucking small. We have a Dollar General, a Family Dollar, a County Market, grocery store, and, like, that's it. That's the only shopping. And you, like, the closest town city, I guess you would say, is like 50 miles or 30 miles away. So, if you need anything that you're not going to order from online, you have to drive quite a ways. Well, I don't have time to go unless it's for a doctor's appointment, and I have to go up once a month, and it's not just like my regular doctor, it's like my counseling and my therapy sessions and stuff too, so we make a point to um, go to Walmart, go to the mall, or, you know, go get whatever we need for anywhere, from anywhere in Lafayette, while we're up there, so we don't have to go back, or, you know, whatever, just because we just don't have time, so, we went to, uh, Walmart, and I got a few things, I did not have very much Halloween out, which I was really disappointed in, because I was like, shit, 
they had so many cool things on the online site, and then I get there, and I'm like, ooh, this is disappointing. I think the only thing I bought was, like, a Starbucks knockoff cup. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only thing Halloween-wise that I bought, and it was only just, like, an Halloween section on name Halloween, but we're just a little disappointed. So, um, we got some other supplies we needed. I got the, uh, maple pecan coffee pods, like, K-cup pods from, they're, like, the Starbucks brand, but holy fuck are they good. Oh, my God. Now, I like pumpkin spice, but... I don't know. I don't like hot pumpkin spice. I know it sounds fucking weird, but I don't. I don't like a hot. I'll drink an iced pumpkin spice latte, coffee, whatever, but I will not drink a hot one because they're fucking gross. So, I know it's the weirdness in me, but it is what it is. I don't like it. So, <laughs> we got all those things, and then we're like, you know what? I need some more bead material. The stuff I ordered online is not going to be here for a few days. Let's go check out some places up here. So, the line, Hobby Lobby had the few things, but nothing, like, really what I wanted, like, real crystal type things. So, I was like, well, fuck, you know, we've never been to Michael's, so let's go to Michael's. Y'all, I have never been. I know now why I have never been. Because I would go fucking broke if I went there often. <laughs> Y'all, so their Halloween stuff was 40% off, right? And that's, this time of year is when I buy decorations for my home for all year round because I can't get them year round unless I, I mean I can't online and Amazon and shit but this is my time of year to buy all my shit so we go in and they have all of the Halloween shit 40% off first off Oops, sorry and I'm like oh my god this is fucking awesome we found some cute stuff I was a little disappointed that we went so late compared to normal because they didn't have near the amount of Halloween decor out like they used to have and that like the online pictures and shit and I think it's mostly just because it's sold already and everywhere's pushing Christmas so much already. Even I at work have Christmas out. I didn't want to, but I had no choice. So I get it. It's all gone. But then I went over to the jewelry section, like where you make stuff, you know, supplies for making jewelry. And oh my God, you guys, I bought all the crystal beads for 60% off. So it adds up though. You're like, oh, it's 60% off. Oh, oh. And the next thing you know, you spent a hundred fucking dollars and you're like, oh my God, what happened? Like I walked out with six bags of shit and only spent a hundred. So, I mean, that was really fucking good. But what the fuck happened? Like, oh my God, y'all. I don't know. But if I keep going back, I'm going to be poor as fuck. So that's awesome. But they did end up giving me 20% off for sign up for rewards. So that's still, you know, I still just, I spent a hundred bucks, but I got a lot of shit. So I'm super happy. Moving on. <laughs> Oh, and I got my new witch casket box this month. Um, you guys, it's so fucking cool. This one was about uh, intuition and um, spell jars and shit. So I got an entire kit to make a spell jar. It's like this little box inside said all seeing. And I had, oh shit, it has like a little potion bottle in it. Fuck me. A little um, spell jar. And it's got amethyst chips, which are fucking kind of big. I mean, they're p- pretty decent size. A little key to put in there and some lavender and it came with a wax kit to wax and seal it it came with a stamp like you know the wax stamp things it it came with all kinds of shit it came with a coaster and a coffee mug and fuck all kinds of cool shit it was pretty awesome so I was pretty excited next month's box is what I'm super fucking pumped for they said the October box is like the fucking elite like chef's kiss of a box so that one I will definitely do an unboxing video on. This one I was just so excited to get that I was having a rough day at work when I came and I got home and I was like, oh my God, super excited and just tore into it really fast. So my bad. Yeah, so it's really cool though. And I can't wait to show you the October one with you guys. So, but I did post it in the Facebook group, the link in the um, Facebook page for the witch casket box. Check it out guys. It is so worth it. It's a little bit more expensive than um, some of the other ones that I've told you guys about, but it's worth it. And it's shipped from the UK, which makes it even fucking cooler for like me in America anyway. I, I just, I find it fucking awesome. It's like 36, I think it's called Lear over there. Please, 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 please don't like get mad at me if I, I say it wrong. It's got like the little L symbol. It ends up being like the um, conversion rate's like 44 bucks here. Definitely worth it. Definitely, definitely worth it. So, please check it out. 
All right, and the last thing before we dive into this episode, y'all. So we started watching the Dahmer thing. Like, first off, we don't have time to really, like, watch stuff. So we've literally just been watching, like, 25, 35 minutes here and there for, like, the last several days. So we're only a couple episodes in. But as an empath, it is so fucking hard to not feel bad for him. Like, I know he's a monster, and I get that he killed people, innocent children. But damn it, I have this soft spot where, like, don't take this wrong, don't think I'm, like, you know, uh, excuse anything he did, but I just feel so bad because he is the perfect argument for nature versus nurture because he is both. He is fucking both. First off, he is fucking born with that shit. There was something wrong with him as a child. Secondly, his parents were fucking trash. Absolute fucking trash. So, here I am feeling all bad for him. And then he goes and does this shit. And I'm just like, oh my god, he just wanted a friend. But then he killed, like, children and shit. And then I'm just all up in my emotions. And it's not been good. <laughs> so, fuck, it's hard. Very, very hard. But, <laughs> yeah, so this one was scary. So, moving on. Today's episode... I saw the title and thought, do I feel what? Well, do you feel that fucking weirdness in the air? That weirdness around people? That fucking change that's going on? I don't know what's happening in the universe, but everybody's fucking energy for some reason is much stronger to feel. Feel? 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 Fuck. I can sense everyone's energy a lot stronger than normal. And I don't know if like... I don't know. I really don't know what's up, but it's fucking weird, and I don't even know how to um, explain that, like, the actual feel-feel of it. But you guys have got to be feeling it, too. Somebody else in this world, y'all have to be feeling it. The only thing I can come up with is, like, maybe because the veil's thinning, and there's been so much shit in the world going on, that everybody's, like senses are heightened and everybody's like on full fucking alert and you know that just kind of gives room for the energy to be stronger and more prominent or whatever but it's it's fucking crazy and this is like a really really important time to make sure that we are protecting ourselves um we've got to be careful because these fucking energy vampires or Um, psychic vampires or emotional vampires whatever you choose to call them they're fucking everywhere and they are strong as fuck and we have to be prepared to basically protect ourselves save ourselves and not get fucking tangled up in it so yeah that's what we're gonna talk about so welcome to the basic witch been in a situation where we've been around someone and after our experience with them we have just felt really drained or super blah or just ugh and a feeling that we really can't describe almost to the point where you feel like maybe you're getting sick but then you go to bed or whatever and you wake up and you feel fine and you just you know like oh okay must have just been something we feel really tired or really Sad, you just have all kinds of different emotions or feelings or really low energy or you just feel off. And these are known as psychic vampires, energy vampires, emotional vampires. All the same name, or all different names, basically the same type of person. They do have different elements to them, but for the most part, they leave us feeling off and just, ugh. So... You know, and it's been really worse now more than it has been in a really long time. And I don't know if it's just because maybe the veil's thinning more, like I said, or what. I mean, you know, everybody, that that always tends to put people on edge or kind of get people going because the energies and spirits around you are acting up more and you're able to sense it more because the veil's thinning. So maybe that's what's getting people riled up, but 
the energy in the world right now has just been so fucking chaotic that it's really affecting people in ways that they can't explain. And I'm sure if you think about it long enough, you're going to realize what I'm saying and that you had this experience too. For the longest time, I've just been writing it off as, oh, you know, maybe I'm getting sick or maybe it's the stress of work, but I finally figured it out. It's not. It's that the energy of the earth and the people are just too much right now. Too much of a clusterfuck. So, um, so energy vampires, for instance, like I said, you, you can be around them and you just feel off by the time you're done and you don't really know why. Um, it could be whether, you know, maybe just not always feeling that way around you. Um, maybe you just every now and then, or it depends on the situation or the location or the circumstances of where you're at when you're around them, that this happens. And it could be that it is more than one person. Um, so like, for instance, my family, you guys have heard me talk about the toxicity in my family for a while. And it's not necessarily just one person, but when you combine two of those people, it's toxic as fuck. And I do what I can to get out and protect myself as much as I can while I'm in that scenario and then get the fuck out as quick as I can. Um, but one-on-one with them may not be bad. So that's a combination vampire situation. Um, and when I talk about vampire, I'm not mean like Dracula and things. It's just, a, a, you know, because they're draining. They drain the fucking life force out of you. So you may have someone who's super high energy and super just bouncing off the walls with maybe a little shitty energy mixed in. Or someone could be the complete opposite and they could be very low energy and just really dragging you down because they're just so... uh, And they don't mean to. For the most part, 90% of these people don't do it on purpose. You're going to have... Sorry, guys. That's my watch telling me. I did a really good job all week of standing and being on my feet because, you know, I fucking always am on my feet. Anyway... Um, they don't, they don't mean to, they really aren't trying to do this on purpose for the most part. Now there are some that do that literally their entire life existence and goal is to make other people feel like shit because they are not happy with themselves. But for the most part, these people don't mean to be that way. 99% of them that don't mean to be that way, don't even know they're being that way. So give them a break, but don't let your guard down. Emotional vampires are more the people who, they kind of are like narcissists, they gaslight you, they manipulate you, they um, use emotionally controlling tactics on you. Um, you guys may have remembered from um, back in the early seasons when I talked about my coworker Shannon and how much of a fucking cunt she was. And here in America, that's a, a slam on somebody, whereas I know in other countries, it's it's not a bad word or a bad term for others, but here it's a really bad fucking person, so... Yeah, she was totally fucking horrible. The problem for some empaths when you run into these type of psychic vampires is that you tend to feel sympathy for them and empathy so you don't do much about it. You don't cut them off. You don't really put up your walls or anything like that. And you feel sympathy for them and then you feel bad for for getting upset or feeling some type of way. And that's one thing we really need to work on because it's not healthy for us at all in any way, shape, or form. So it can be really damning for us in in reality because we just kind of forget how bad these fucking people make us feel and we just kind of let it go or feel bad ourselves for feeling bad. Does that make sense? So let's talk about some ways that we can protect ourselves from this shit. Number one is setting boundaries. Now these, there's a lot to this really. It's not just setting a boundary and, you know, calling it done. This is setting boundaries for people, for places, for activities, for um, just anything really in general. Like, you know, I have this boundary with my family. When they start to talk about shit, I exit as fast as I can. Obviously, I'm not rude about it, but sometimes I have been rude about it. But when I do have to be rude about it, I found that it makes me feel worse when I'm done. So I have a a plan ready to go so that I can get the fuck out when shit happens. But you also have to set boundaries 
to conserve your energy. You have to set boundaries for yourself to know, okay, I can only handle this much. I can only do this much and I'm not going to waste my energy anymore. I'm not going to let this continue to get at me. I'm not going to let this, you know, make me feel any type of way. And yes, this is so much easier said than done, but it's something that we really need to start practicing. And I am the first one to tell you that I have been working on this and not following my own fucking suggestions here. So I I really am. Today really made me think, you know, as I'm writing down all this shit, I know how to survive these. I know how to get through them, but I don't do it. I don't follow my own advice because I have problems trusting my gut. As I've told you guys, my intuition is very high, but for some reason I always second guess it and I'm constantly telling y'all to trust yourselves when I have a hell of a time trusting myself. So today I took time for myself and decided I'm going to be more consistent with trusting my gut and my instincts and my intuition and basically everything else that I'm here to talk to you guys about because I'm so lax in it that I just let it get to me and I let emotions get in the way and I can't really talk about at the moment because this is an ongoing situation with a um, resident here in Attica but I had to take a step I didn't want to this week but it's for the person's own good to try to get them some help so I'll go into that later when I can number two turning out Turn, I'm sorry, tuning in and out how you feel. I know that sounds weird, but you have to be able to tune in when it's important and tune out when it's not. It's easy for us to get involved and wrapped up in our emotions and feel some type of way about things and people and and all of that, but if we don't in and out, there are things that we can't get out of. Work, for instance. You can't get out of work most of the time if just because you're feeling some way. Because for the most part, we're, you know, paid to be there and we are working for or with people who don't understand that we have to take care of ourselves mentally. Unfortunately, there are a lot of older people uh, and I'm not trying to be like, you know, anything against older generations like boomers and stuff. But there are, you know, people running companies and and different things that don't understand that we need to make sure our mental health is taken care of. They just don't understand it. They don't deal with it. They don't agree, you know, that that is of high importance. So it makes it harder for us to get out of situations, especially in the workplace, that we are feeling emotionally attacked or drained or, you know, energy being fucking ate up like a motherfucker. So these are situations where we have to basically set our, um, our limits of how much we are going to take and how we can handle the changes that need to be made with it. Because it's really easy to just get swept in and feel like you have to continue to put up with it or deal with it because it is your employer where you're getting paid for even though you don't have to you don't deserve it you don't need it and it's not okay so this is where we need to learn basically our triggers and know okay this is something I need to to let my emotions in on or my energy I need to use my energy for this is something that does not need my energy to be so involved I hope that makes sense I, I know it's kind of the wording's a little off, but but you'll get it when you put it into practical use. Um, so for it's kind of hard with when you know we all do different careers and and jobs. But for my instance, getting emotionally involved in some type of um, situation at work with like say some new corporate role that they put in or or whatever that involves, like a contest or something. I'm going to devote the amount of energy needed to accomplish that goal and I'm not going to waste my energy of getting upset when I am unable to accomplish higher goals that they want me to because they don't give me the tools necessary. So if I have the tools needed to complete the job to super 
superb levels, then I would 100% give my energy to it. But I'm not going to waste my energy and my emotions doing something that's not going to get me where they want me to be anyway. So, I hope that makes sense. Uh, my problem is hours. They don't give me enough hours, so I'm not going to waste my energy of trying to create this huge thing and have all these people here when I don't have the hours to do it, to have enough people there to accomplish what they want me to. I'm going to do the minimum that is required to make me show that I've done it, but I'm not going to stress over the fact that we're not going to be like number one because we have no chance of being number one if we don't have the tools available. So trying to limit your exposure to negativity. Again, that's, that's really hard in the workplace because we can't just walk away from work. We can't just get away. We can't just leave when we feel triggered or upset or, or angry or whatever. And sometimes that makes it really fucking hard to, to make it through the day or even get through a fucking hour sometimes. But we have to be able to set those boundaries again for our exposure limits and not putting ourselves in unnecessary situations where our energy is going to be drained. Especially if you know the person that is going to, you know how they are. They know, you know that they're going to be very fucking draining for you. Then you will try your best to um, kind of stay away from that person as much as possible. Like I said, with my family, for instance, I limit my exposure to them. I limit my interactions and I move on. And I don't feel bad about it anymore. I used to, but I don't. And we just can't, that's the thing. We just can't keep feeling bad for other people's treatment towards us. So, we just can't. Know your triggers. Knowing what gets you sucked in. Knowing what zaps your energy. Knowing what makes you feel like shit. Knowing what really grind your gears to say um, when things happen or certain people or whatever the case may be. So say for instance you have um, the type of energy vampire who you they can be both high high energy or low low energy and you don't know how to um, approach them until after they have already spoken or some type of interaction has happened because you don't know what energy which way they're going to be which you know from one extreme to the other you just know that you feel that their energy is off right when you walk in around them and you're just you don't know what's going to happen so we start to learn our triggers over a while over time we also notice other people's actions that trigger us so really important that you start to recognize those things that get you feeling some kind of way and be prepared to um to deal with that and to approach it and to basically take action one way or the other on the flip side of that you need to know your happy triggers too you need to know what makes you happy what gets you to a place where you feel safe you feel like you are going to be okay what helps calm you down what your sanctuary is basically and that kind of goes into the next part of creating a safe place or a sanctuary and and by that I don't mean like actual physical places necessarily you can have um people that are your safe place you can have smells or tastes or uh, sights like a picture or something it doesn't necessarily have to be Um, an actual place but you need somewhere to or something I'm sorry to be able to get you to a calm place where you can focus on that and not have anyone's energy just attacking your energy all to hell because here's the thing guys when shit when all of this happens and these energy vampires and emotional vampires suck in and they leech onto us It is really diminishing us and our ability to do other things. It's not just about the energy to go out and do things or have the energy to go out and physical energy. It's emotional energy. It's spiritual energy. It's our energy to go in here and manifest for ourselves and 
to perform our rituals and to do any of the things that we love to do. These people are able to somehow basically just latch onto us and just create this version of us that we don't even know and not even be any the wiser that they're doing it. And this is happening all over the place. And I think that the more prepared we are for dealing with these type of people, the better off we are going to be at at surviving and just, you know, making it through and not not even just surviving but thriving. In our crafts, we have so much energy that goes into what we do when we're manifesting, we're doing a spell, we're doing a ritual, or we're just enjoying the spirit spirituality of all of the things that, you know, come along with our craft. But if you have someone who is just dragging your energy through the mud, then you're not going to have that same power to come back and, and to do it all over again. You don't have that same spiritual connection with life and everything to come back in and continue doing the things that make you happy. In our craft, people are always out to attack us, and most of them don't even know that they're doing it, sadly. A lot of them are people who just leech on because we're different, because we are something that they don't understand. And it psychologically, subconsciously makes them kind of intimidated in a way to the point that their energy just does a 180. And sometimes they don't even know it. They really don't know what they're doing to us or how they're making us feel. So we can't be responsible for making them feel that way because they don't know that they're doing it. I I hope that makes sense. But at the same time, we have to be responsible for our triggers. We have to be responsible for making sure that we notice what makes us feel that kind of way, what makes our energy off, what makes our, our guts, you know, flip upside down and tell us that something is off. We have to be responsible for controlling those and, and noticing those. And the, and then the same tongue, turn, tongue, turn, we have to know our happy triggers. We have to know what makes us feel good. When I am stressed the fuck out or I am just feeling down, I'm feeling like nothing's working, I'm feeling like I'm just drained or, or you know, whatever, lavender is what gets me. I smell lavender, whether it be an oil or it be... Um, an incense or it's fucking even a room spray at this point it calms me it brings me to my happy place where I'm able to go back and just center myself ground myself and reevaluate where I'm at and then go back and feel so much better about myself and so much more confident in my craft and things I'm doing and my manifesting and, and all the things really That's why it's really important. And when I'm talking about all this energy and the vampires and things, it's not just everyday life shit. This is about our craft as well. It is about who we are, what we do, the things that matter to us. And if we let people and things and whatever bring us down every time that we do and we don't do something about it, it pulls us further away from our happiness. It pulls us further away from our ability to fully believe in ourselves when we do our, you know, our rituals or a spell or, or whatever it may be. So it's really important that we are protecting ourselves around the clock all the time. Um, you guys remember I did the Witch Hunters episode um, just a few weeks back. And, the, I mean, they're real, guys. I'm not, it's not something I'm just making up or making a joke out of them in any way, shape, or form. They are real and they want us unalived, um, sadly. So this is more important than ever now that we are on our game and we are keeping our energy strong and we are very cunning and we are 
aware of everything. We are on top of protecting ourselves, our loved ones, and keeping our energy safe because every time someone attacks our energy, knowing or unknowing, it makes us that much more vulnerable. And we just don't need to be in that spot. So, it's really important that we're cleansing all the things. (laughs) When I say that, I really mean all the things. Um, your body, number one, like, and keep that shit clean, just because, you know, that's super fucking important, plus you feel better when you're clean, think of how great you feel when you get out of the shower, you just feel good, secondly, your actual place, like, your physical spaces, your altar, your, maybe a, a you know, a travel altar, a portable altar, or something that you hide, your, your room closet, whatever, keep it clean because that negative energy is stagnant and it will stay until you get rid of it that energy you can't destroy energy it keeps fucking going so if you have negative energy it's going to stay around it doesn't just die you have to get rid of it same within your body same within your soul same within your home and your fucking areas everything you have to get rid of that negative energy you have to banish it away Sometimes we, I mean, we can't make it just disappear, so we have to guide it somewhere else. And that's where saging comes in. It's really important. If you sage, I'm going to remind you guys again, because somebody had just messaged me last week about this having a problem. If you sage, have an opening for that negative energy and the negative spirits to get out. Otherwise, all you're going to do is piss off a bunch of bad spirits and trap them in. You have to have an exit plan. They have to have some way to get out and get away from the sage, get away from the cleansing. They have to be able to get out. Otherwise, you are going to just make things way fucking worse. And if that rants. <laughs> Spiritually, you must cleanse your soul, yourself, your, your spiritual energy. You must cleanse it. And um, if you guys go back to... I just fucking looked it up and I don't remember where it was. It was back in, it was towards the end of 2021, the episode on protecting yourself. We went deep into um, different ways of blocking and shielding and um, basically pushing that energy back towards everyone else, you know, like reflecting it. Um, I believe it was the November 27th episode of 2021. I know that's been like almost a year ago, but it was a really important episode. We talked about how you can block the negative energy and ways to protect yourself from all of that. Go back and listen to it again. It's really important that we are remembering these ways and we are on top of that and we are practicing this because it's getting worse and worse every day. Again, you have to trust your gut. Your intuition is so much stronger than you believe it is. You don't give yourself enough credit for your intuition and your gut. And a lot of times we have something happen and we have that omen. We have that sign. We sense it. We have that premonition. And yet we still fucking write it off because we don't want to give ourselves the credit of believing that we really did fucking have it happen or that we noticed it or we knew it we we just don't give ourselves that credit we are always second guessing ourselves and we have to stop I literally literally tell you guys this all the time and then I fucking do it myself and it pisses me off but I've gotten so much better at reminding myself to trust my gut reminding myself a couple months back about a month ago, a month and a half, I had, my whole family has a group text thing, and I had texted in there that I had a strong feeling that someone in the family was pregnant. Everybody's like, nope, nope, nope. Here we are, about a month, month and a half later, and three women in my family are pregnant. So, my intuition was fucking spot on. Spot the fuck on. And I'm very proud of that. And ever since then, I have really been like, huh. I am right. I do feel these things. It's not my imagination. It wasn't just a guess. I was fucking right. And that is my one thing I needed to remind myself. That I am actually more badass. And so are you. So trust your fucking gut. If something feels off, 
you're not just imagining it, it's off and you need to take action quick. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. So yes, that was my um, opening moment of I am going to start trusting my fucking gut a lot more and my intuition because I know it's real. I've had way too many fucking premonitions and things where I've had the gut feeling or I've had the intuition that something's happening and it does and I've had way too fucking many for it just to be coincidence. So that was my wake up call. Now, another very, very important part keeping your circle positive and curated curated motherfuck just for you I know it's not easy to do but sometimes we have to surround ourselves with people that are like us most sometimes we can't find people who are like us so we have to basically improvise or find people who are not going to suck the fucking life force out of us Easier said than done, I know, but it's still something we need to try to work on. We also can um, just find ways to look for people who make us feel good in general. Instead of people that make us feel like absolute fucking shit all the time. Because that seems to be where a lot of our issues come from. We feel like shit when we're done, but we feel obligated because we've always been with them or we always always we've always known them or their family and that's the biggest one is that they're family well it doesn't fucking matter honestly because family should be the people who are most drawn to making you feel good and making you feel like you are validated instead so if you cannot do that with your family, if they do not make you feel that way, then maybe it's time to limit your exposure to them. Again, there's Sky Guys. She had to be part of this. She was having a baby fit. So I know it sounds real easy to say, but you can. You can do it. Um, you just have to really set boundaries. We're starting back along on this one. Set your boundaries, limit your exposure to those kind of people that you cannot um, basically cut. And she left. She's in a mood. Next, really, and last important part is building your wall. Here's where basically everything comes into play. We've set our boundaries. We are tuning in and out of the situations with our feelings and our energy. And we're not giving more to where we can or where we don't have to. We are eliminating our exposure. Um into negativity to people who are sucking the life force out of us. We know our triggers. We know our happy triggers. We've got those quote-unquote safe spaces, sanctuaries, the things that make us feel better, whether it be, you know, smelling lavender or lighting a candle or taking a bubble bath or closing your eyes and picturing yourself in the middle of the woods surrounded by wildflowers all of those things, we have cleansed ourselves, we've grounded ourselves, we've recentered ourselves, we are trusting our guts, we are really listening to our, our instincts and our intuition, we've got our circle, you know, kept positive and curated just for us, but there's still things that are going to happen. There are still situations that you're not going to be able to just dip out of. So this is when you have to put your wall up, you have to put on that fake personality that, and when I say fake, I'm not saying like, you know, just be like super fake and in a bad way. I'm talking like get through the situation and cleanse it off of you when you're done. Deal with it, what you have to that you cannot get out of. Make sure that wall is up so that they cannot get to you. They cannot get to your soul. They cannot 
get to your energy so they cannot just feed off of you because otherwise they're going to do it as much as possible. That is just fucking guaranteed. People are horrible and they will do whatever they can to just eat away at us. And it sucks, but it's happening more and more all the time and we have this, you know, this is why we have to do these things. So we have to be prepared and that wall can save you because number one, it's going to shield you from whatever bullshit's coming at you from other people. Number two, it's going to reflect that shit back at them and maybe, just maybe, they will learn to see what they are, how they are, who they are, what, what, you know, what they do to you if you're lucky. Um, I've had some experiences where people really do start to see when it gets reflected back at them, they start to see what their energy does to other people, how their energy makes other people feel. Some don't fucking get it. You can flat out spell it out. They don't give a fuck. It doesn't affect them. They don't care. No matter how you fucking much you tell them how it hurts or or what it does or how painful or hard it is, don't give two fucks. There's still going to be an asshole. So let's talk about some things that we can um, use to help us here. Basically, there's a lot of things that we can use um, in the witchcraft world to help us. Let's talk about crystals because I'm telling you guys, you know we've had this conversation before. There are is no less than two crystals in my bra at all times. Men, I'm sure you guys have your own little places to carry in your pockets, whatever, necklaces, beads, bracelets, you know, whatever. I have them all over me. I have the bracelets that I've been making, I've told you guys about. They are constantly on me. I have different kinds on me at all times. I've got um, what I wear around my neck. I've got, um, like I said, beads in my bras all the time, constantly. Or beads, crystals. I mean, good God, my fucking brain is just tired and done. What do I got? What do I carry? My go-to every time, Tiger's Eye. Hands down, Tiger's Eye is my favorite. It is the one that I go to all the time. It protects me. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel more confident. 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 Fuck, I can't speak. Confident in life in general. It makes me feel... Um, just more protected and I mean just all around I also have been really big on malachite lately fucking love malachite I think it is amazing I think it is just a fucking energy kick in the ass um, I don't know what it is about malachite I used to, I used to just think it looked so pretty I just was drawn to it I thought it was very very beautiful I got a big um, shard of it actually at um, the vape store here in town they sell crystals and it was just a big hunk that they had it was um, polished and just a beautiful cut and it really just made me feel I could, it wasn't something I could wear my bra all the time but I just was really drawn to it and I kept it on my altar and I kept it you know close by or when I was you know really feeling like I was going to have a day I started putting it like in a pocket and, you know, just random places, and I noticed I really felt the difference from it. I really felt like, I, it's hard to describe, but I felt it. You could feel its power. So, I got some Alakite beads, and I made myself a bracelet, and it's on me all the time. I love it. Just really helps. makes me feel amazing, and it makes me feel safe. Um, another big one. Excuse me, my brain is the selenite. Um, you guys know, we've talked about this before, selenite is really good for cleansing and just basically rebalancing things. And selenite wands are so cheap, really. I mean, you can buy a large selenite wand for like four bucks, and it's pretty fucking good size. I have several wands around my house of selenite, literally in every room, just because it has been super great at balancing out energy and making um, you just feel more comforted and safer. 
black tourmaline, tourmaline, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I suck at pronouncing some crystals, so don't come at me, don't, you know, freak out and be like, oh my god, she doesn't know what she's talking about, I just can't pronounce those, no, I can't pronounce some, I fuck them up, I can't even pronounce marble like the cigarettes, I can't do it, they're marbles to me, like the marble counter, marble, marbles, you know, like the fucking balls, I can't say the word, marble or whatever it is, I can't say it, so, moving forward, I fuck it up, I'm sorry. But black tourmaline is also one that is very good for protection. I have one big giant chunk. I don't have any small ones. I would like to get some smaller ones I could put where I can wear them, but I don't have any. Obsidian. I love black obsidian because it kind of goes with everything, especially when you're making like beads and bracelets. It's great because it literally just goes with everything. Of course, black goes with everything to begin with. Amethyst. Huge amethyst fan is my birthstone, but I also just fucking love it. I recently made a bracelet that is amethyst, larvacite, and uh, garnet. And oh, it's fucking gorgeous. And oh, it does have black obsidian in it. And it's just, I don't know, when I wear it, I just feel super like, not, I want to say high, but like high, like I did some drugs high, but like high. <laughs> not really power. I, I can't really explain it. I just feel superior, I guess would be the way. I feel protected. I feel just superior. I know it sounds like really cheesy and corny, but it, I do. I just feel really good when I have it on. I just feel awesome. Quartz. Uh, clear quartz, smoky quartz, rose quartz. They're all great for protection. Pyrite. And pyrite's really cool because it's so pretty and just... It has a really nice look to it. I, I do have a few small pieces. I don't think I've ever really carried a whole lot of them, but I am not my bra anyway. I've had them in some pockets. I always set them on my altar. Black Jade. Um, this one I'm going to fuck up the pronunciation. Smithsonite? Smith Smithsonite? I don't know. I've never seen it. Never um, had a piece, but I've heard so many people. When I say heard, I've seen a talked about a lot in groups or in um, forums that I'm in or um, books and things and I just I've never seen one in real life and I don't own one but it's really cool Uh, fluorite that is another big one I actually just got some in too um, some beads I think they are pardon me for hitting loud noises I got I'm awesome, so I can't see which one it is. The, I'm looking at the list of them here. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. I don't know. I just, I knew I got something in. And, <clears throat> damn, my throat is fucking itchy as fuck today. Citrina's really good. Actually, I have some of that coming in bead form to make a uh, bracelet for a special order. A girl wanted for her daughter. She has been getting bullied in school. And she really loved the way that it looks. So she um, wants a bracelet for protection for her. Emerald is another really good one. Ruby. Um, Red Tiger's Eye too. I've really been experimenting a lot with Red Tiger's Eye. I never really thought that um, I would really stray away from just regular like yellow Tiger's Eye. But damn, Red Tiger's Eye is beautiful. And it just has a different feel than regular Tiger's Eye. I don't know if it's just because I know that it's different or what, but damn, it is really just a powerful crystal, I will say that. And, of course, Bloodstone. Uh, A lot of people have mixed emotions on Bloodstone for different things. I love it. Unfortunately, the only small piece of Bloodstone I have is a uh, pendulum. And it's kind of large, but it does fit in my bra, okay? I mean, it, <laughs> my bra for being a bigger stone. It's not something that I would wear a lot, but I'm thinking about taking the uh, chain off for the pendulum use and replacing it with um, a pendant, like, to be on the necklace for a while. I know it's kind of big, but it's still very, very beautiful. And I really like it. So that may be something I do, but Bloodstone is also a big go-to for me some oils that people use when they make protection pouches so 
if you're going to make these, if you're, if you're not someone who wants to carry these in your brawl or something, but you maybe want to do like protection for an area, like an office or your workstation or your car or in your home, you can make what's called witch bags, um, protection pouches, protection jars. It's, it's honestly however you want to make it and whatever you want to use. You can use like a, a sachet bag. You can use a leather bag. You can use fucking material and ball it up and tie it with fucking ribbon or string. You can literally use whatever you want because it's yours. So you can use a jar. Um, honestly, you can use anything. You can put it in a fucking cup and put it under your seat. It doesn't matter. It's your intuition and your manifesting that goes into it. Mixed with the ingredients that makes it fucking happen. So do with that however you want. Whatever works for you. Because there's no wrong way to be a witch. So do whatever the fuck you want with it. Legit. Straight up. I do it in many ways. For work I have little protection uh, pouches around. Because the corporate comes and they see my altar stuff. And they're cool with it. But they're not going to be like you know freaked out. If they see a jar with all kinds of shit in it. Protection pouch is in my desk. They can't see it. The girls know there's something in there. Probably shouldn't touch it. We're good. Here in the house, I have them in different places. I have them in, um, like there is um, <clears throat> a little candle holder I have that I have a little pouch in the bottom of it. I have little jars laying around that you can't see in because they've been painted uh, black or whatever color to match the decor. So it just looks like a little jar laying there when it's actually a protection jar. I have one in um, the vehicle. So they're kind of all over. And I use them in different ways. And they're not all made of the exact same things. That's what I'm saying. You guys have many options here. So don't feel like you have to go out and buy these specific things. um, These exact um, things and have all of them. It can literally just be a few or one of each kind of thing. Or fuck one thing. It doesn't matter. Whatever works for you on your budget, on your availability. As long as you put your fucking intuition into your manifestation, your fucking energy into this, you're golden. You don't need all the other shit. You don't need to make it a big fancy thing. Whatever works for you. It's your magic, your fucking stuff. You do it how you want. These are some oils that I use. I use lavender, peppermint, which I don't like. I mix emotions with peppermint. I like the smell sometimes. Not all the time. There are sometimes where I get a whiff and I'm like, oh my God, it's just, I don't know what it is. I hate to fucking taste of peppermint. Hate it with a passion. Don't like it. Don't want it around me. Don't like it at all. So, yeah. So, lavender, which is always my go-to. Um, peppermint, sweet orange is another really good one. Uh, tea tree, bergamot, sage, eucalyptus, uh, lemon, Lang Lang, chamomile. I do have this energy blend oil that I I love. Let me get my glasses so I can tell you what oil's in it. It's it's a pre-made blend that I got, but um, I'm going to actually make my own when I run out because I have all these. Geranium, bergamot, sweet orange, rosemary, eucalyptus, roses, um, and rose. Just like plain rose. This energy blend is fucking amazing. I put it on... A lot of my bracelets, when I make them, before I send them out, because number one, they are really good for protecting energy. Number two, they are great at giving you energy as well. So they are, it's definitely a go-to for me that I use in a lot of things. I've never thought to put it in my protection pouches since it does have a nice blend of all of those. So I might actually try that sometime and let you know how that goes. Some herbs that you can use. Sage, cedar, rosemary, mugwort, uh, juniper, palo santo, chamomile again, and lavender again. They just go well. If you are going to make um, a a pouch that's going to be open for you to smell like an sachet, fuck me. One of those mesh bags that are like open and you can smell shit like the potpourri bags a sachet sachet sa- what the fuck ever it's called i can't speak tonight sorry i apologize oh. if you're going to use one of those i would use a blend of things that smell nice together and don't smell off when you mix them just for the simple fact that you don't need um some giant you know mixes of shit that smells horrible together so Definitely be careful with that combination and do what works best for you. 
do what you like, what you like the smell of, because that's super fucking important. If you don't like the smell of it, then it's going to just be bad all around. It's not going to be good for anybody. So make sure it's something that you like the way it smells and you're happy with. And if you make it and you're not happy with it, fucking do it again. Then do it until you feel comfortable with it. And make sure when you do these spell jars or bags or pouches or whatever it is, make sure that you um, are sealing it with smoke of a candle or sage, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're just kind of going to seal it however you want. And if you don't want to, don't do it, but I do. It's just like a, a finalizing step to me that I feel is like, you know, makes it finalized. But again, you know, there's no wrong way to be a witch, so do it however you feel like comfortable with or you want to do. <coughs> Excuse me. And make sure that you uh, put it in a place where somebody's not going to find it and think that you're up to some fucked up shit and destroy it or throw it away or take off with it or an animal's going to be able to get to it and eat it or a baby or, you know, anything like that. You want to make sure that it's kept safe so that everyone around is safe and that animals and are safe and that it doesn't get tossed and then you don't know that it got thrown away and you notice that one day that the energy's all off and shit and you're like, well, this shit doesn't fucking work. Cassie lied to me and then it turns out that um, I didn't lie to you. Somebody just threw your bag away and you've been left unprotected the whole time. So that's not good for anyone. So definitely keep an eye on that. Make sure it's in a place where it's going to be safe and nobody's going to be able to fuck with it. So before we wrap up here, I just want to give one giant fucking reminder why we're talking about energy and protection and all of those things. The veil's getting center, guys, okay? Shit is starting to get really fucking deep around the world. Things are getting worse. Not only do we have the actual, like, shit of the world coming on and going crazy, we also have the veil sending, which means that spirits and energies of both the good and the bad are coming through much easier. So we have to be on our toes. We need to be aware of our surroundings. We need to be ready to protect ourselves no matter what is going on and just be alert. So take some necessary steps to make sure you're protected, your family's protected, the people you love and all of that. One last piece of advice I want to give you guys. Don't give away your energy. Our energy is sacred. Especially for us being witches. Our energy is more powerful than most people. A lot of people just use and abuse energy like it's no big deal. But for us, it's different. Our energy is very powerful, delicate, sometimes overbearing, sometimes very, very out of whack, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Because we never really know what the situation is going to be. And it can, we can literally go from zero to a hundred in seconds. And we have to be careful with what we, what and who we let have that power over us. So protect your energy at all costs, guys. Don't give it away. Make sure that people earn it. Make sure they deserve it. Make sure that you are not just going above and beyond and out in the world and doing all the things for no reason. If people don't earn that energy, they don't earn your abilities, they don't deserve it. So make sure that you're putting it to good use. And you don't know if it's going to turn out being good or bad because sometimes we put our energy into something that we think is going to be for the best we're so quick to jump in because we're like yes this is great we need to do this and it actually ends up being worse for us than if we had just not done anything at all so make sure people earn your energy make sure they deserve it don't give it away protect it keep yourself safe keep your family and your loved ones safe With things getting so fucked up in the world, we've got to have each other's backs. 
we've got to be there for each other and we've got to look out for each other. So make sure that you are checking in on your witchy friends. Make sure that they are doing good. And if you notice that someone is just a little out there, down, not being their normal selves, check on them. Their energy may be a little fucked up and they may need your help. And as a brother, sister, witch, that's the kind of person who would definitely deserve it. Unless they're bad, which, you know, trust your gut on that because we all have fucked up people out there, so... But no, really, guys, it's um, it's getting scary out there, and I think it's really important that we take a step back and just keep an eye out on things and people and be prepared. Our energy is going to really be fuck me. Uh, put to the test here soon. I have a very strong feeling that things are getting ready to get very, very chaotic, very out of hand. And just very bad in general. So we really need to make sure that we are taking the precautions needed to protect ourselves, our loved ones, and our property as well. Because things are going to get ugly. And while we're on that topic before I head out, um, for those down in Southern America, Southern U.S., and on the east coast, um, southern east coast, who were affected by Hurricane Ian, um, we are sending love and light your way. We are um, sending some protection your way, some energy. I did see one of the um, witches was trying to come up with a sigil for... Um, protection for you guys obviously it's a little late because it's hit but um just know that we are definitely thinking of you guys and if you need stuff from us and there's any way we can help please reach out to us uh, post in the basic witch facebook group if there are any um fundraising type of um, things going on that we can help with that we could donate to my heart goes out to you guys i have family in florida Um, as far as I know, they are okay. They've had some damage, but they were not in the dark path. Um, so they just had some, like, minor damage. But we are definitely thinking of you all. So please, um, if there's anything that we can help with, please post in the Facebook group. Even if you want to, um, post the link anonymously, um, that's okay too. We will make sure it gets approved and we will make sure that we are able to find ways to spread the word that you guys need help so that's it for now y'all it's a little off today and I'm really sorry um I don't know I just feel a little off like I said my I've noticed that my energy has been off everybody's kind of been affecting it here lately plus I'm exhausted from the uh like you know double shift yesterday but my energy's off so I'm gonna go do a cleanse I'm going to go um ground myself and center myself and do a little protection uh, spell on myself and get my shit together. So, bless be, y'all. Love you all. Bye.